doing another episode of loud about nothing okay 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 it's me it's your fucking boy it's the hottest dude in the podcast game that fucking thotty bubati all right the smoke show himself sebi chianti seabass provolone sebastian canali okay 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 everyone calm down he's here every week and he is looking cute to boots. It is my little sweet boy, my nephew. He's blood, and that's why he has to be here, okay? Let's give it up for Robbie boy. Robbie, say what's up. What's up, Sebastian? Robbie. <laughs> I am I, Robbie. I am very excited. <laughs> Me too. I am very I, people say Although I according a, to him. I've been I, I've been feeling down in the dumps all week because I'll never be as cool as this as our guest. <laughs> he came on the Zoom and he instantly said, sorry, Robbie, I'm much cooler than you. But some people say that I have a sexy voice. But let me just say this man's voice is pornography. OK, this man, <laughs> he has his everyone be careful because your dicks are going to get hard and wops are going to do their thing, too. OK, OK. <laughs> All right. So everyone, you know him from Red Dead Redemption, our cartoon president, Surge Party. It's my friend, Jim Santangelo. Hi. Hi. Thank you for, for allowing me to be on your show, Sebastian. Of course, Jim. <laughs> Jim, I told you before, people were DMing me being like, you got to get Jim on. You got to get Jim on. He's so funny. You got to get Jim. Yeah. You know, I couldn't go a day without being bombarded. By uh, people being like, when are you going to be on this show? And I was like, I got to go up to Maine to get away from all this. You know, <laughs> that's not true. Uh, is uh, is Robbie really your nephew? No, no. but oh shit! I was like, oh, I love this. Uh, how old is your sister? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a nephew. Like a, you know how you have uncles and aunts that you just call uncles and aunts. No, I don't do that. Oh, you don't do that? No. I have a bunch of my parents' friends that I just call Aunt Blah Blah and Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Maria S, you know, like stuff like that. Well, Sebastian, I will say that I have um, friends of the family who I've known since we were kids. Yeah. And, you know, I don't call them my cousins, but I kind of go like, they're like cousins. It's the only way I can like explain our closeness. But no, I don't call anybody. I, you know why? My dad has um, seven sisters and a brother. <laughs> So I have enough, I have enough aunts and I have an uncle and I have like over 35 cousins. Sure. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. need to like add any like aunts and uncles. You have the opposite. You, you're, you're, you're removing aunts and uncles. You're not going, yeah, I'm going like <laughs> that one. I, I just call her Silvana. I don't really call her <laughs> aunt Silvana. Although, you know, they're all from Italy. So you don't even say aunt Silvana. You say like, see, see, like see ya. Oh, uh, okay. That's Cece that. Silvana, CC, and you know. I'm always, uh, this is going to be a weird statement. I'm always jealous of how Italian you are. Uh, why? Because I am fake. I'm so fake Italian, which <laughs> might be, which might make me actually more Italian American than you, how fake Italian I am. Well, you're Italian American. Yeah. 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 But you have the goods. You, you are the true, you, you are the true Italiano coming here. <laughs> I do. I do believe in two kinds of Italians. I do think there are the American Italians and then there are those who are from Italy. And I, just, I, don't, I don't like talking about it because then I get all 
I get all frothy and I start, you know, cause I went to college in New York city and that was the first time I lived in like New York. And it was the first time I really ran into like people born in Queens and Yonkers and uh-huh. Bronx and stuff like that. And I was like, they're different, you know, they're not the same. Uh, one wow. thing I know, you know, obviously we could talk about the words they use for food, the, the words they use for the Italian food. It's like, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Okay. Okay. Let's, but I understand what I do might be nails on a chalkboard for somebody as well. Throw a word out. I want to see, I want to go, I want to do a little bit. Let's just go simple. Let's go with mozzarella. Like if oh, I go okay. mozzarella, people go like, Oh my God, you're so pretentious. Yeah. I understand that. I really do. I had I a friend who said, fresh moots. used to say fresh moots. <laughs> yeah. Moots. I don't even finish. So I go moots. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. They go like, I'm going to go to the, uh, I'm going to go to the deli. You want something? I'm going to get a nice, uh, a nice hero with my mozzarella. <laughs> and I'm gonna put some provolone and maybe some pressure. And I'm like, what happened to the ends of these words? They don't have them. They they like left them. Managot. Yeah, managot. Everybody yeah. gets like everybody suddenly has like they get a stroke like halfway through the Italian word. So well, well that's the Italian American. The American part. That's is the Italian American. Is the end of the Italian words. Is right. that's where the American part comes in. Right. So when I was growing up, if I was like, hey, Dad, you want to get some uh, mozzarella? He would be like mozzarella, like they'd oh. fucking really hit it. And you're like, hey, mozzarella. So I was like trying to find like a happy medium of being like mozzarella. Like it seems kind of like I'm saying it, but I'm kind of like not making a big issue about it. You want some mozzarella? And like if somebody's like, you fucking guinea. <laughs> always happening. Always. Always. Man. You should. You <laughs> Thank guinea, you. Man. We need to address this. Finally, that's what you're on. That's enough is enough. I, I'm just trying to live my life. I'm just trying to get a, a meal at Applebee's or some mozzarella sticks and I'm being Applebee's. called a fucking guinea. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm just at Applebee's. Can I enjoy myself at the TGI Fridays for once? <laughs> TGI Friday. That if you want good mozzarella, TGI Fridays. <laughs> they do the, the, the buffalo mozzarella sticks. They oh, do man, the TGI. good stuff. Yeah. 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 They, I, everyone says that they make it in the microwave. But the the product is quality. Okay? TGI Friday. TGI means uh, the good Italian. The good Italian Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to the good Italian Friday? <laughs> I I I when I was a kid, I was banned from uh, going to. Uh, I've never been to the Olive Garden. Banned? Banned? Not banned by the restaurant. Banned by my family. Okay, okay. <laughs> Forbidden. Yeah, I came in. They said this endless <laughs> pasta. That was a rhetorical. That was that was just like a saying, Sebastian. You know, you took that to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so they they wouldn't want you to. No, I wasn't allowed go. to to go there because it was like sacrilegious. It was like yeah. not Italian food. Yeah, yeah, but I'm sure that if you ate my grandmother's food, that would be like the Olive Garden to you. No, I, no. See, I bet it, I bet it would be amazing. First of all. Second of all. Ugh. I'm not so sure that recipes, if they're passed down, are going to like, like, they're not going to get shitty. You know, I don't think so. I could be wrong. I mean, your grandma might be a shitty cook. I don't know. Like, don't you dare. How fucking She might suck. She might just make the worst. Bro, you come on my podcast and you speak ill of my dead grandmother? R.I.P. Oh, Lord and Mary. Oh, Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with the Lord is with my grandma, Mary. Okay. In the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Peace to it. Still on earth. Something like that, right? Yeah. Domino Deo. Did you go to church much? Uh, it was weird. My parents, I, I, I've said before, my parents, I had a weird relationship 
Um, my parents, my dad wouldn't go because he went to Catholic school. I think they fucked him up a little bit there. Right. Sure. Um, yeah. And uh, my mom would just drop us off and then she'd go, all right, I'll pick you up in an hour and a half. <laughs> Oh, so nobody was going, but they wanted you to have that foundation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Funny, I you, it's like, why? What foundation exactly? Like of pedophilia and and corruption. I, I mean, the were... Vatican City. Like you were like, talk, uh, pitch something that you want to talk about. And I was like, oh, it has to be a guilty pleasure. I was like, so it's got to be kind of lighthearted. But I was like, I could talk about the corruption in Vatican City all day because I'm just like, I don't know how my mom and sister still go to that fucking Catholic church because it just feels like. They're, they're trillionaires. They're sitting on trillions of dollars and you don't give it, you just hoard fucking money. Like I thought you believed in this person who gave up all his fucking earthly goods to help other people. I, I fucking hate it so much. It's just, have you been to Vatican City? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a fuck. It's almost like Disney. It's like Disney World of Art. I went to the sure. Sis, Sis, Sistine Chapel. Um, <laughs> I always struggle with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said sis I went to the I went to the bro Brostein Chapel. Okay. Yeah, my, the women went to the Sistine Chapel. I went to the bros. Bro. I was like, don't make fun of them. I'm like, it's too early in the podcast to rip them about saying sis five times. <laughs> you just called my grandma's cooking bad. So I didn't say I said it could be bad. That's enough. That's enough to make her roll over in her grave. Okay. The possible just the question. Why did we get back to your grandmother? You were talking about the Sistine Chapel. Um, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you're not, not going to forget. You're upset. You're upset. It's okay. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm going to hold upset. on to that for the rest of the day. Okay. I'm sorry. I said it. <laughs> it's okay. I, I forgive, but I don't forget Jim. Okay. Gotta eat shit. Okay. <laughs> I went into that, the Sistine Chapel and I was like, this should be a nice experience for me. I should be moved. I love art. It moves me. Sometimes when I look at paintings, stop. Don't laugh at me when I say that. Don't you dare. You couldn't even keep a straight face when I said that. Ooh, pass out. Ooh, pass out. <laughs> oh, shit. It moves, it moves me. me. It moves me. Shit <laughs> moves me. Sometimes I'm looking at it and I have to look away because I get too emotional. <laughs> You're like, I gotta sit down. <laughs> bro, the, bro, the, I gotta sit down, bro. <laughs> bro, bro, it's too good. It's too good. You don't want to go to Momo with me. I'm making a scene in no, every room. Like, right, clearly, I can be like smelling salts. <laughs> Holy so, shit, that was funny. I was like, I'm like ready to like have a moment with the art. <laughs> And so, <laughs> and so and they're like everyone be quiet and i'm just in a can of sardines shoulder to shoulder with people and right. everyone's just shushing because you're not allowed to talk in that room are they shushing you shushing are you like bro oh god bro i moved and they're like please shut your <laughs> i'm screaming i go this is phenomenal phenomenal <laughs> I'm so moved. I'm so moved. I love how you, you act like I'm swimming, like I'm losing my balance. You are like drowning in inspiration. Muse. Muse, so much inspiration. But I couldn't even enjoy it because there was so much. It's like such like a, a factory of a, like a, they're just pushing people through the room, pushing people through the room. And I didn't even have my mo. I, I literally left annoyed at the place. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like looking around who's trying to take a picture because nobody can take a picture. But people sure. are like, oh, I'm trying to sneak a picture. Who else is taking a picture? It's a weird I went. I went to um, the Louvre a few years ago. And of course, you make your way to the 
the Mona Lisa. And uh, yeah, it's similar. It's just like, it's as though mm. Beyonce was standing in the room and it's just crowds of people. Yeah. And it just doesn't feel like an experience. And it also makes me wonder like, I mean, art is sort of, uh, it's sort of a strange thing about like, why is one thing, one piece a must see and another is just sort of filling the room and you kind of walk by it really quickly. Like what makes the Mona Lisa so special? I mean, obviously I understand the Sistine Chapel, but it's also not the first fucking ceiling to be painted. That's like not an unusual thing. So when you're a child, when I was a kid, it seemed seemed special because it was on the ceiling, but then you realize over the years that that was done. Yeah. Right. I could be wrong. Somebody could say to me, like it was the first. And then I would say like, sorry, but I don't know why. I apologize. Do you want to look it up, Robbie? Was that the first? No, no, we we do not need to look that fact up. You told me I could ask Robbie to look shit up, so I want to utilize this. I mean, Jim, I thought you were going to, like, tell him to look up, like, a a menu to to a diner by you. I mean, we're looking fun stuff up. We're not looking up. Robbie... I want to bring up a menu for after this is over. Yeah, yeah. Get, oh, let's get some seamless. Let's get a little Uber Eats. That's what Robbie is here for. That'd be nice. Yeah, a little Uber Eats. I would love to be like paid for this in food or yes. paid for this in general. Oh, sorry, Jim. You know what? Hey, sorry. Jim, want to be on my podcast? Think of a topic. Do the work. <laughs> you do the work, Jim. Oh, okay. Let me think of your episode for you. Sure. Uh, I, 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 no, I can't order food. No, you can't order food. <laughs> I've been I've been on gym. I've been like, where's the work? Where's the yeah, work? Yeah, yeah. Show me your work. Not good enough. Wrong topic. Don't want to talk about it. Think I again. Red pens. I was Xing things out, circling. <laughs> I called his mother. She was very disappointed. Very disappointed. She was like, Sebastian was like, show me six uh, shirts you might wear. Yes. <laughs> full body. I want full body. Yeah, full body shots. I don't like those socks, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but we run a tight ship over here. You do, and I'm I, I actually feel like I'm glad you chose this top for me. Feels of course. Good. Of course. And then I pissed. Call it a top. Okay. You know what? Why do men have to wear shirts and women get to wear tops? I don't know. <laughs> why why can't men have tops? Why can't I have a top? Sure. Yeah. Well, and women wear blouses and men wear button downs. Yeah. Is that similar? I don't know. I don't know either, but this this is this is our jury Seinfeld observation hour. We have little segments in the podcast. You made me bring it up. We, I did. This was in Jim. I have, a, I have a set list here of things you want me to talk about. Why do women get to wear tops? <laughs> do you do impressions? Like, let me ask you a question. So, I'm sure at one point you sent in. Uh, an SNL audition, right? We've all yeah. sort of done it, right? Yeah, everyone's fucking <laughs> done it. It's truly, if people think it's special, it's not. If you've done comedy for three years, you do. No, no, because no, it's like, I'm sure I, I made like three and I'm sure no one saw it. Um, now, did you do any, what impressions did you do on, okay. uh, on some of them or one of them? I did James Gandolfini's Breath. <laughs> do it. Can you do it? I don't want to put you on the spot. That was That's the whole it. bit. I would just, I would just do the breath. I did my mother. I did. Uh, I, you did your mother. I, I did my mother, my famous mother, as one of them. I opened <laughs> as my mother in one of them, which I'm sure they shut off instantly because I did a bit where she would take her, take her. Um, she had like a cardigan on, and she would take it off, and both her tits were out of her dress. <laughs> that was part of the bit. 
<laughs> and I sent that to SNL. I also did um, who, who I did the guy, uh, the uh, bar rescue guy. Yeah, the slick haired Taffer, guy. Yeah, it. I did. Um, I did. Yeah, Chris he looks Christie. like bubble gum. Yeah, he looks yeah. chewed up like bubble gum. Yeah. For him, I just went really loud and then whispered really soft. Because <laughs> okay. he always yeah. screams and then he like says something really sensitive, really soft. Right. So um, no Seinfeld. No, 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 no Seinfelds. I wasn't auditioning in 1995, Jim. <laughs> this Funny, like a lot of the impressions ago. I did were like people who are dead. Who? You did Marlon Brando? <laughs> I could do Brando. And yeah. I uh, forget who else, but I was like, I can't do it. Oh, Harvey Firestein, but it's like, who wants? Listen to me. I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> I haven't done it all the time, but it's like, um, oh my God. Oh my God. I, I think it's like this. I think he talks like this. <laughs> this if is I'm good. correct. I don't know if this is right. But then again, John Lovitz did it in like 1989. Yes. It's it's funny. Um it's funny that like <clears throat> when you're <clears throat> when you're a big man. You don't yeah. get to choose the impressions that no. that you can do. You no. choose you you have only four. I literally would <clears throat> I remember having to audition. I typed in like fat celebrities and I, I went down the list and I was like, who can I possibly look like? Because they're not gonna cast me in anyone that's not fat unless that's the joke. You'd have to be really good. You have to be what's his name on Matt TV. Um Will Sasso. No, 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 no. Um, his name? The guy who does like really spot on auditions. He's thinner now, but he's Bobby be... Lee. No, come on, <laughs> Robbie. Come on, look, I'm gonna look it. it up. Robbie, you gotta look this up. Frank Caliendo. Boom. Oh yeah, yes, he's Sunday phenomenal. football. Yeah, yeah. He's so Frank phenomenal. Caliendo when he was on Matt TV. He was he was a lot more chubby. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, he was so good at him. They they couldn't like keep him from doing it. You know, they weren't like you don't look like him. They, they they let him do them anyways. <clears throat> you said chubby there. Is that word picked on purpose, Jim? Chubby? Well, I you know why? Because he's he's kind of short, and when you're short and round, I don't know. I just think you're cute and chubby. I don't know. I don't know why. I like. I'm trying to actually bring the word fat back into my vocabulary because I think it's like it's a word that I've been so like secretly insulted by. Here we yes. go. Here we go, yeah. Sebastian. <laughs> this is it. This Here is we go. Get on the slide. Get it on. Yeah. We're, do we're doing He's the right on time. Oh, no. <laughs> right on time. Uh -oh. One at a time <laughs> down this slide, Jim. Well. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> you brought up Chubby Ho. Um, <laughs> yeah, because like if somebody was like, if someone were to say to me like, Jim's fat, um, I would be like, secretly like humiliated and upset but it's like i am like what's on my body is actually fat yes so it's like yeah i am kind of a, i'm a fat guy and i yeah. shouldn't be like running around trying to redefine it or you know obviously if you say it to me with you know as an insult it's a different story but yeah you know, uh, it's, it's I, for my own like i'm just trying to say it yeah. and not be embarrassed or upset about it i don't think i think you and i are such big loud personalities that people don't realize how sensitive we both are around this topic maybe yeah i, I i'm extremely sensitive i'm a very sensitive guy but i think we're actors like that's sort of our job you know like we need to be in touch with the the room and ourselves right i mean you you can't be good at improv if you if you're not sensitive to the room no it's literally one of the only skills i have is i could read a room yeah. My, mom, my mom says he's uh, I'm like quiet when I enter a room and I like feel out what people kind of want. And then I'm able yeah. to. 
Yeah, and that brings me also to like the sort of codependency shit of like what other people want how do i make other people happy yeah, you know what people, i mean all that stuff yeah I, I have this i i i want people to like me but i don't care if i like them it's a nice balance it's a nice weird balance so you want people to like you but you don't care if you like them how do you mean like i don't care like say uh uh someone i uh, like uh, uh billy or something right some guy billy i think he's an asshole i still need him to like me oh sure yeah it's almost like the guy who hates me i want them to like me more Yes. Uh, it's like that person in the front row who is like grumpy during your show. Like you but, keep spotting the guy who's like kind of miserable. And that's the one I start playing to more. Cause I'm like, mm -hmm. I need to see that person crack a smile. I need to see that person laugh. And if I make them laugh, it's like, Oh, it's so much weight is off my, my shoulders, you know? Of course. Crazy. Uh, I, kinda... I, I love that. I like need, I, we've talked about this. Like I, making kids laugh in class wasn't good enough anymore. I had to make the teacher laugh. Right. Like, like right. it was like, no, I need to be, this needs to get harder. One time I thought I did a great show and someone took a picture of the show. Like a photographer was there, took a picture and there was a man sleeping in the front row. And I thought <laughs> and there's a picture of me and I got my arms up and I'm like making a big noise. And there's just a man sleeping right next to me. It's the most, it, it like encapsulates what my comedy career is. You know, yeah. I'm like, it's going great. And everyone's just like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, well, it, that's sort of good in a way because it does feel like that is also a, a, a moment captured of how therapeutic uh, comedy is for you because even though the person is sleeping you're having a good time and it's it's it I think you could look at it and say like well I do ultimately do this for me yes and that's sort of a snapshot of that like I'm doing this for me I'm having a fucking blast I mean look at me look what a ham I am like look what all this is it's incredible you know I, I remember I, I took like my first, I didn't do any acting or comedy in college or uh -huh. high school. And then I got a job in New York, like a few years after college, I was about 24 or five. <clears throat> and I signed up for a UCB class after watching a few ass cats. And my first 30 minutes in, I was like, we we're doing zip zap zop and follow the follower or whatever the fuck it was. And I was like, at the break, I'm gone. And I'm never coming back. Like, sure, I hate sure. this. this is the stupidest shit. Like I did not pay 300 or whatever. Fuck at 250, whatever I paid for to do this shit. You know, yeah. I was embarrassed. It felt so like actory and like, and I wasn't at the time. I was like, I'm not doing this. And then they did a scene. I did one fucking scene and it's, the worst I, I was like bad it was literally bad surgeon right like that very cliche like yeah, yeah. i was like no scalpel and then i'm like this is a twinkie okay i was like whatever right <laughs> but like people in the classroom were laughing and i i, I sat down and i was just like ah, i'll never not do this i'll never not do it just felt like yeah it was therapy i sure. I, just, I have i go to therapy because i'm not an idiot you can't just do improv but like <laughs> of course of course you know who we should be telling that to Mr. Robbie boy over here. He talks about how good therapy is all the time and then doesn't go. He goes, that's for other people. Uh, wait, do you go to therapy? Yeah, so I go to therapy. Yeah, and course, Robbie, you've gone you. and liked it, but don't go. No, I'd, I'd never gone. Oh, you never go. You know what? <laughs> I get the I know what I think it's still good. I say I think you can think something's good without necessarily going. Of course I should go. Yeah. I didn't really I would like I didn't have 
the time. I didn't devote the time to it. He's been too busy in quarantine to find a a Zoom therapist. Don't say it's fine. Don't say it's fine, Jim. (laughs) It is fine. He's not going to go because you're doing Zoom therapy, like start doing Zoom. I was like, when as soon as things open back up, I'm going to go. Can I be honest? I've done I've done more therapy because of Zoom because it's more comfortable. I'm just like I'm in my own environment and I'm talking to somebody and they're listening to me. And it's like I don't have to like take a 30 minute subway and then go into the office. And it's like, this better be a good hour. It's like, whatever, man, here's the thing. I I didn't, I kept going to therapy on and off in my twenties and thirties. And it wasn't until like my early forties, like I'm 44. Like I think about like 41, I was a little more consistent, maybe even less. I mean, it might be more recent than that. Uh, But my wife would always say, go to therapy. But like, I can't do it just because you tell me to do it. In fact, yeah. The more you tell me to do it, the more resistant I'm going to be to it. Of course. I just like that. You know, and then I'll go to like Emily will tell me something like, um, shit, I wish I had some wisdom to just automatically spout off. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, no, this is good. No, this is good. This is good. This is how much you listen to. This, yeah. <laughs> let's just say, let's just, I'll be basic. Let's She'll just tell me something you- like nothing. <laughs> She told me something. Ah, oh, what the fuck does she say again? I forget. <laughs> She's really smart, but oh god, I retain none of it. <laughs> She's super smart, and it is unfortunate. Let's just say she, she says something like, "You should get up and stretch, stretch your body. It'll feel good." And I'll be like, ah, "Dad, it's stretch. I don't know. Maybe I'll consider it. You know, I'm not mean about it. I just go like, yeah, you're right. Maybe. And but I won't do it. And then like five months later, somebody's like, you know, stretching in the morning is the best thing you can do. And then I go home and then I'm like, you know what? I, Tony told me I should stretch in the morning. I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> and she's gotten to the point where she's just like, I'm not going to get like upset. And I'm not going to go like, I told you that like a year ago. Yeah, like, yeah. She, I do that to her all the time. And she's full of wisdom and she's 10 years my junior, but she's uh, she- the love of my life. Jesus, beautiful singing voice, beautiful. She is, Emily is very wise when it comes to emotional. She's very wise. Sure. Yes, she yeah. is, 100% is. And she's beautiful. She, Say she's beautiful, you son of a bitch. She's be- <laughs> she is beautiful. She's beautiful, okay, Jim? She's beautiful, I swear. I think she's beautiful. I didn't know what to say. She's beautiful. Ah! She's, a better, she's a better cook than your grandma. Oh, man, don't you fucking dare, bro. <laughs> don't you fucking bring my grandmother in. Now that's a battle. Grandma versus wife. Now that is a battle. <laughs> Not, forget your mom. It's just wife and, and grandma. Sometimes my dad says this. He goes, that may be your mother, but that's my wife. That's <laughs> like that. My dad pulls that card sometimes. I like that. That's really like, yeah, kind of noble. Um, um, so is your mom a good cook? Ah, uh, she's good. Yes, my mom is good. But you know what? Ah, okay. okay, this is secret okay. time. This All is right. secret time. <laughs> yeah. Lately, it's been more. I've realized as I get older, it's always been more about quantity than quality. <laughs> oh, she's been deceiving you with a shit ton of it. Yes. Right. Yes. She's we like, look how talk- much it is. Yeah, uh, tons of different dishes. <clears throat> tons of how? How can you complain when all the dishes are good? But they're not great, but there's 10 of them. That's why she doesn't want you to go to Olive Garden because that's where she She's stole afraid. the. That's the same <laughs> system. It's endless pasta, yes. endless <laughs> soups, endless uh, salads. Oh my God, she saw. You're living in Olive Garden. I have, wait a second. I have family here. 
Oh, yes, family. my family. <laughs> oh, my God. And if you go to an Olive Garden, she'll be like, you'll never come home and see me. <laughs> She's I'm, right. just, I'm just a glorified Olive Garden. I'm not going to lose my son to a chain restaurant. <laughs> not right. to the chain restaurant. Oh, my God. Does she sound like my impression? Uh, she, she oh, my God. My tits fell out. <laughs> Is that her? I'm going to do it on my SNL reel. Spot on. I can't like, believe Who do we hire? Jim or Sebastian? They're both fat guys. They both do an excellent Sebastian's mom. <laughs> uh, what do we do? We can't have both of them. It would be so funny if everyone just started doing my mom as their, as their impression. <laughs> and everyone just did my tits fell out. Her tits have never fallen out. <laughs> never. They've never. This is not. I've invented this rumor. And now everyone's doing. Okay. My first impression. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to do Candace Owen. Second impression. I'm going to do Sebastian's mom with her tits falling out. <laughs> it's like become legend going like, I saw it firsthand. Her tits constantly falling out. <laughs> yeah. We're looking forward to the HBO doc about it. That'll be coming That's in right. 2024. Right. It's an eight part series. It's just it's, like ripping. Yeah. It'll just be uh, experts being like, her tits never fell, uh, fell out. It was just lore. It was just uh, rumors. <laughs> but did it matter that her tits never fell out? <laughs> like, did I, it I, matter I, that her tits never fell out? I also have to Previously remember Previously on Sebastian's mom. <laughs> she doesn't have a name. They never say her name. <laughs> no name at all. <laughs> they never say her name. And you know what? If they ask her name, she goes, you don't need to know. I'm Sebastian's mother. That's all I you just, need to know. She's just silhouette. She's just like the... Yes. Uh, Right this time, I'm Sebastian's mom. Yeah, she's anonymous like she was in a gangland episode. <laughs> it was really hard to be Sebastian's mom, and all my blouses were very loose. <laughs> my tits were constantly falling out of them. Also, I can't believe that we did five minutes on my mom's desk. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm, it's the I'm curse not... of being an improviser where you re you remember a detail and then you use it. I'm sorry. I'm good at improv. Robbie, <laughs> this must be so hard for you. <laughs> so, Jim, Jim, we have to get to the topic. You did the homework, so we have to get to the topic. Okay. We have to. I forgot. Um, yeah. Uh, 44 years old, you say. And you pick the, yeah. only the only topic that any 44-year-old would want to talk about. Beautiful, Jim. What do you want to get loud about? Well, I, I think I don't have many guilty pleasures. I, I don't feel guilty about most of my pleasures. But I do think there's one thing that I sort of apologize when I'm, like, referencing it. Yeah. Uh, and that's TikTok. Ooh! <laughs> Good. Yeah. I'm Good. a fan. It's, it's like, it's a real-time waster but it's full of really fun stuff you know it never ends that's oh problem. you're on tiktok okay i want to make sure yeah, that i'm not alone TikTok. in this yeah 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 it's fun i mean yeah what I, the thing that i love i mean you know i there's cooking good there's sports good there's like some news you know okay. what i mean I, I honestly this is I thought you were saying nudes. I thought there's some saying, nudes. There's yeah, some nudes. Some cooking, nudes. sports, a couple nudes. A couple, couple nudes. I get my nudes from TikTok. <laughs> That's my nude source. That's, of course, I, you know what? I actually, for years, my nude source was I would get an email. <laughs> I would get an email. I signed up when I was Nude like of 12. the day? I would get five big natural titties, <laughs> and they would send me five in an email. And I five still, natural titties? 
Yeah, five, well, it's five That's different six? pictures. Five okay. sets. Five <laughs> sets. Five <laughs> sets. Five, five sets. <laughs> no, they would do they one would titty, do one photo. Two girls <laughs> and then one half, one half, one half breast. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, five until you get a membership. Then we'll start giving you the pairs. Of course, yeah. You only get the singles. You, you get, get the you single breast. <laughs> but I used to sign up for an email, and I still, I still get those. But say I that again. Said, I, I said I shouldn't say that again. Actually, Chip, <laughs> you got an opportunity to rewrite history. I, you can, <laughs> I never heard what you said. You can never. You don't have to say it. I, I don't it. have to say. Sometimes, sometimes the words sound good in my head and bad, bad yeah. in the world. Oh, geez, I want to like guess what you said, but I won't. No, no. So you get some news on TikTok, and yeah, there's some- this guy who like he. I don't even know his name. I don't care. I'm not here to promote it. Like, well, I guess I could promote TikTok. Maybe they'll send me some free TikToks in the mail. I don't know how it works, but <laughs> some free TikToks. Just yeah, an like, iPad with some TikToks. On yeah, it. I just want to see. Just want to shout out the TikTok. You want to send me some free TikToks? <laughs> um, yeah, there's this guy. He just does like really quick. Just be like, today it's Thursday, uh, 9 a.m. And, uh, you know, uh, Biden signed some bill. And I'll be like, uh-huh. Emily, Biden signed some bill. And then it's like, what bill? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Some. Uh, <laughs> some bill. And then it's like, uh, I have a phone full of videos that you can copy off of it. That's like the best po- crispy potato recipe I've ever had. I mean, the best. I I will literally go through it for everybody who listens, because if they want to blow minds with with like a nice crispy potato recipe, it's easy and it's delicious. Um, I I learned how to make uh, gravlax, homemade gravlax. Wait, what's this crispy potato recipe? Well, I'm not going to just give it out if you don't want it. Like, I want to see some enthusiasm from Robbie. Robbie, do you? Uh, we'll give. We'll Fuck, give you. I can't fucking. I need this Robbie, crispy give potato me recipe. Robbie, go to therapy Fuck. and I'll give you a potato recipe. <laughs> this is good, Robbie. You do a good job at therapy. You talk to the talk to the person. You talk to the nice man or woman, and then I'll give you I'll give you a potato recipe. This is how you heal people with bribery. <laughs> this is and this is how I was healed. Sebastian, you do your homework. I'll give you a treat. Oh my god. <laughs> I did so food. much homework. Let's get into that, baby. I mean, food was <laughs> that's why I'm on TikTok. I mean, food is a it's a punishment and a reward. It's everything. You can't get away from it. You know what I mean? I'm not I haven't made it to food TikTok yet. Really? Well, it's following an algorithm. Like if you're lingering on food recipes or looking up recipes yeah then they'll go this guy likes recipes and they'll feed you more of that shit you know but if you're looking at like 13 year olds dance sebastian don't you dare don't sebastian. you dare. you could you could have said the vatican church but instead you have to throw me under the bus <laughs> <laughs> you, you before you're going on and on about the vatican being so bad then you put it and then you go, Sebastian's looking at that. I don't look at 13. If the Vatican could have its own smartphone, it would definitely be looking at children. We know it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We, we know that. Yeah, he'd 100%. be like, oh, cancel history. I got to delete TikTok. <laughs> We're like, we saw what you're looking at, Vatican. I think that actually seeing someone's TikTok for you page is very telling who they are. Uh, yeah, I think so. You would see that. You would see um, a lot of food recipes. Let's see. I want to see what's the first thing that pops up when I open up my, my Turk tick. Okay. This is, this is a good test. This is good. I, I, if it's not one of the three things we know that Jim is not trustworthy, Ben, right? <laughs> this is a real good test. Not touching it. Not, not touching, touching. It. It's Mar- It's sports related. It's March okay. Madness. Beautiful. 
Beautiful. Yeah, NCAA related. So yeah, sports and and food. That's a big. I mean, that's like eighty percent of my life's interests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know? that's nice. I get um, I do get. I do follow a couple people that are like 18, like 19, 20 year old college dudes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that are, <laughs> what are you going to say? Barely legal? Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> 18, 18, I swear. 18, 18, 18, 18 19, even. I'll even go as high as 19. I'll 20, even go as high as 19. 20, but I don't not like 21. it. I don't like it, but I'll go as high as 19. Jesus. I No, but they're like, um, like, they talk about like clothing to wear and stuff like that. And um, like they, 18, you're, you're following 18 year old men's fashion um, advice. Yeah. Yeah. And what are they I mean, I saw, I'm not saying I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not. It's funny. My last therapy session, I went through judgment. I'm a judgmental person. So Judge. I was ready to, I was ready to hit you. But I also said to my therapist, that's like half of my comedy. It's sort of like, judgmental i like to zing and be like oh why are you listening to heroes <laughs> i think no you could judge me i'll i think if you are allowing yourself to judge you may judge me i'm not allowing myself to judge. i'm, I'm questioning okay it's really more question. learning about sebastian because we don't know each other super super well like i don't no. know your like daily routine no. or your like your hopes and dreams other than being a comedian um <laughs> Do you want to know, Jim? <laughs> I do. I do. So, like, <laughs> I, let me ask you a question. Are you following, like, young people's fashion trends because you are actually inspired by staying in the, like, contemporary look? Like, whatever's the, the hottest new look? Yeah, I will say this, Jim. This will go back <laughs> to the topic that we always return to. Um, I, and I've talked to my therapist about this. Caring about fashion and what I look like with the clothes means I'm caring about what my, how I'm taking care of my body. Okay. Yeah. So like if I'm like uh, if if I'm just wearing the same sort of t-shirt all the time that means I'm probably in a rut and like eating sure. shitty, not exercising, etc. Mm -hmm. But if I I'm like excited about shirts and feel good about the clothes I'm wearing, usually I want to feel good about how I feel about my body too. Right. So right, right. those two things go hand in hand. Like if sure. I'm caring about how I look, I care about how I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. So it's a much sadder answer than everyone was expecting out in the audience. Sad, not sad, not sad. No, maybe not sad. real, honest, real. transparent, it. vulnerable, but not sad. Not no, sad not at sad. all. No, but that's, that's actually I'm glad to hear that. I think that's great. And I agree with you. I'm like, I've literally been in t-shirts and basketball shorts for the last year, right? I mean, I wear that in general. That's like my uniform. You do. Um, you're, a bit, you're a big uh you wear sweatshirts and shorts a lot too. If it's like a it has to be like 20 below and I'll wear a sweatshirt. But like anything else, I'm in a t-shirt and shorts, you know, I can endure. I'm in Maine. It's super cold. And I go outside t-shirt shorts. That's nice. You know, like sandals and I'm, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. um, but I agree. It's not so much wearing nicer clothes, but it is like putting on a fresh pair of shorts and a fresh t-shirt or even showering. Cause like there's days we go like, what am I doing? I don't have to do shit. Like, oh, I have to sure. like shower exactly. But yeah, it's like how you feel physically will help you how you feel. Uh, mentally and emotionally i agree yeah so i guess by asking <laughs> i think my question more ultimately wasn't really like yes like uh wearing nice clothes makes you feel good about yourself uh like on the outside so you take care of yourself internally externally all that but why 18 year old boys like why younger than like you're how old 29 i'm 31 <laughs> you're 31 okay <laughs> oh, no. oh no 
Oh no, it's getting worse for Jim. Jim, Jim was judging me if, if I was in my twenties. Yeah. Now he realizes I'm in my thirties. I assume you're 24. No, right Jim, out of college, Jim. I'm 42. <laughs> I gotta admit, I'm 42. But let's jump to 42. Will you? Okay. Do you think you still be looking at like a 20 year old's fashion to be like, that's hip. I'm gonna. I'd like to wear that. No, kind of in my mind, this is the last opportunity I have to to uh, like be trendy. I mean, it's weird that we talk like this anyways. Like, what does it matter if a 19-year-old a is... I mean, look at these athletes who come out of college and they look sharp as fuck. Yeah. You know, like on draft day. They they couldn't be more than 22 years old. Yeah. You know, and I, I would wear their suit. Oh, so it's just... It's more of a, like, why am I even questioning why I, you would be looking at, like, a young guy's clothes? I also think it's... I think it's different when uh, you're a single man. Like, sure. and you're single, then if you're like in a, I guess if I was in a relationship, I would more be wearing just what I want. I guess I do, but that's even a lie because this kind of is what I want. When I was a kid, my parents couldn't get me always the clothes I wanted. Mm -hmm. So I think now <clears throat> with the little bit of financial freedom I have living in my parents' basements, I am <laughs> able to buy like right. the sneakers I want or like the yeah. shirts I want and stuff like that. And, and I heard you really throw it in their face. You come home with the clothes in your bag and you go like, look what I got myself. You shitheads. <laughs> yes. You never bought me any of this shit. <laughs> now I can buy it for myself. And I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it at the dinner too. When you give me all that food. <laughs> yes. And mediocre, yeah. but abundant food. Listen to me, mom. Your hair is me. I forgot. You're the greatest. Yeah, ma. Ma, you got to understand. Okay. Yeah, we're doing the Grinch. You never gave me oh, that. Oh, yeah, it is. Did you carry, make that choice for the Grinch? I guess yeah. it sounds a little like him. Um, My mom will say, as like a, going back to the fat. Okay. Uh, back to the fat. We're on um, that slide. This slide is a long slide. Back on the slide. fat slide. <laughs> up the stairs. Get up the stairs. I'm going to go down it again, Sebastian. Um, there's never much of a line on the fat slide. So no. you could go up that thing all day and come down it and talk talk about being fat. <laughs> uh, like, you again, be like, all day, baby. Always. We, we don't stop going up and down. And, and they go wish we went up. Yeah, everyone's like, please go up more. Climb the steps yeah. more. Climb I'm the ladder like, more. Luckily, there's an elevator. You know, yeah. the fat side would have an elevator. <laughs> My friend broke his ankle. I swear, I got to meet him at the top. <laughs> I, I, I want to take the stairs. Trust me. I want to take the ladder. Do you think friend, I don't want to take it? <laughs> I, I love I love ladders. I love, uh, please, I see ladders. I go, I'll climb it even if it goes nowhere. I I'm love like, ladders. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love the ladders that fall down. I love ladders. Hand to God, I love ladders. Please don't even get me started. I want to be a fireman until I've heard about the fire stuff. I thought it was all ladders and shoots. <laughs> it was all shoots and ladders. I, I thought it was all ladders, ladders and shoots. That's what you played. So ladders and played ladders and shoots. And when I had a shoot, I would flip the board over. I say, I'm fucking done with this game. Okay. No ladders. No, I always did ladders. Even during the shoots, I moved them down one peg at a time. Right. I go, I'm not you almost were a part of the Church of Latter day Saints until you found out it was latter and not ladder. <laughs> I got like, what the fuck? That was four years down the drain. Four down the years, day, man. You were studying scripture. <laughs> I was a celibate. I was I was celibate. I didn't jerk off, and you know that I like doing that. <laughs> oh, god, yeah, I know. And you're like all for the ladder. All for the L.A. double D E R. Okay. The double D's. <laughs> the double D's. And when they showed me the T's, I was like, where the fuck are the double D's in this ladder? Right. And they're going things? like, I'm sorry, brother. It's latter. And you're like, I'm going to, you start jerking off right there. <laughs> right there. Right Drinking in the middle. Drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. And they go, not the coffee, not the, that's a chemical, that's a drug. Stimulant. And I went outside and then I left Utah forever. And now (laughs) Utah forever. Why? I'm so surprised. It's the first time you told everybody that story. Yeah. Four year chunk of your life. I know. I know. I try to, I try to keep it. uh, I try to keep a lot of my life private. You know, I don't like sharing too much. I do. So back to the ladder. uh, (laughs) ladder. (laughs) Uh, Another thing about fashion uh, is as a big guy, you can't get into all of it, right? They don't really have it. I mean, nowadays I think they've gotten to the point where like, you know, you can pretty much wear what everybody else is wearing, but we're not, I'll speak for myself. I'm not like off the rack kind of guy sometimes. No, neither am I. I don't walk into a mall and just go like that store or that store. They'll all have clothes for me. Like that's a weird, I don't think people realize how weird of an existence that is. Yeah. I think that's why I care about it a little more because my options are limited. Right. It's like a vegan that loves, they, they like we're vegans when it comes to shopping. <laughs> but it's like sort of, <laughs> but, but, but not by choice. We're not ethical vegans. We're fashion vegans. We're fashion vegans. We can't just walk into a store. They, they got egg yeah. products all over the place. Yeah. You know, big and cheese. tall. Big and tall is like our tofu. It's like it's yeah. everything. They're like, they're like big and tall again. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't wear everything you can wear. Fine, I guess I'll order a salad at Destination XL. Okay. Yeah. DXL. DXL. DXL, it's a, it brought a whole new game. Oh, it, it, was, it beat the shit out of like just uh, a regular big and tall. You know what's? They're expensive though. They're all expensive. They're it's like, hey, bullshit. fat guy, you want to wear pants? You got to like pay me. And you go like, <laughs> fuck, I got to pay the piper, man. All right, it's all that like shaming too. It's just like it's your fault. Or if you if I were to say it to my brother, like I got to pay more for my bigger clothes, and he's like, it's more material. And that oh, seems logical, uh, but you're like, that's also fuck you, man. <laughs> you know sure. Whereas if it was if 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 it was like size small is the cheapest, and then it slowly ra- if it was like incrementally raised, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be like, true. yeah, I'm on board with this. I'm on board. You're right. With- the pair yeah. of jeans from small to extra large are all like thirty bucks, mm-hmm. but then you go to big and tall, sixty five. Yeah. Maybe more. Maybe eighty even. I'm paying for all the people that are large. Because they don't, th- that curve doesn't, that tax bracket doesn't yes. hit them. And right. then all of a sudden, boom, it hits me. Yeah. It actually makes me empathize for the one percenters. Yes. You go like, you know what? I shouldn't be taxed just because I have more. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> if you made more, you wouldn't, you, you could be where I am. Uh, I literally, I am the Jeff Bezos of buying clothes. <laughs> I'm the, Je- I am the mogul. I'm Bill Gates. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm trying to be more, I'm trying to give it away. <laughs> Not me. I'm moving. I'm I'm moving to Texas. I can't afford these clothes anymore. You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I need state tax to be low for me to be afforded these DXL clothes. Oh man, they don't understand. No, they don't. And you know what's this? We get real on this podcast, and this Very is real. the real truth. I mean, it's probably because it's not mass produced at the same at like shut a large media. I mean, shut up, man! You know what you're talking about? You. <laughs> With your era, but, your, okay. your Abita T-shirt. What size is that? Medium? <laughs> probably, yeah, probably yeah, large. All right, yeah, probably yeah. large. Come yeah. on, man. I Get was talking here. to somebody who was twenty, and she was like, "Yeah, blue jeans, jeans in general are for old people." And I was like, "I don't. I think I'm just okay with being old at this point. If blue yeah. jeans, I was like, "What do you wear?" She's like, "Pants, a pant, 
you should wear a pant. <laughs> a pant? pants. Pants. It's like like a khaki material that isn't khaki, like a pant. Yeah. Adults wear pants. And I was just like, yeah. I think if blue jeans is out, I'm going to I'm going to be out. It's that's what it's going to be. Blue jeans will never be out. Yeah. This would be the invention, the discovery of denim or whatever. Discovery yeah. was denim discovered or invented? <laughs> They discovered it. They went. Are there, are there denim mines? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right next to the Can't person next... who discovered Mormonism in a ground in upstate New York. Yeah, discovered right. denim. It's like in a gold box full of yeah. denim. Now, you guys are both in Staten Island. Is that true? I am. Robbie is a New Jersey kid, but he's right oh. over the bridge. He's so he's so you're almost in Staten Island, almost in Staten Island. Because wondering, I'm like, do you have to have Nike sneakers in your background in Staten Island? I didn't know yeah. what the like <laughs> I do. I do. You know what? You get a uh, you get a discount if you live in Staten Island on the Verrazano. Do you guys have like flooding issues in your house? Like, do you keep your sneakers off the ground because there's flooding? (laughs) Why are they so high up? I just don't know why they're so high in the air. You know why? So my nephew comes over. He's got little peanut butter fingers. And I don't know. He's got the little peanut butter fingers. Peanut butter finger nephews. That's why you got to keep your Nikes at eye level. Ah, the truth you guys is- forget that you have Nikes? Is that why you keep them close to your face? <laughs> yeah. So you get up and you go like, Nikes, I, I won the Wandies. <laughs> Just curious. I have no idea why they're <laughs> all so elevated. You know what? Because I watch these 18, 19, 20-year-olds and they have them. <laughs> they're all like, put your Nikes up high, baby. Put, put them above your, Ni- your books. <laughs> this is 100% what is behind me. I got yeah. Nikes above my books. Hey, everybody. I'm Carl, 18 years old. Here's a fun tip. Put your Nikes on a bookshelf or above your fireplace. Either way, Nikes high. Bye. <laughs> Nikes high. That's like a saying. People walk around and they go, Nikes high. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, it's like the Jeep wave. <laughs> yes. What's that Jeep wave? Well, if you see the someone Jeep in a Jeep, wave. you wave. If you have oh, really? everybody. Yeah, yeah. Ah, we can tell Jim's never been in a Jeep. <laughs> Way to fucking show your cars like that, Jim. Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> Those tables got turned pretty quick. <laughs> That's embarrassing, brother. That's an embarrassing moment. Man, I wish I waited on the sneaker jab because <laughs> now Meanwhile, I got nothing. <laughs> Robbie and I are with our sneakers. We got them on top of our Jeeps, waving to people. <laughs> waving. Yeah, I'm sitting here in front of a closed outlet like an asshole. <laughs> With no Jeep in sight. Oh my God. <laughs> I I think that I there is a part of me that I feel old for the first time. Thirty one, I feel kind, I'm not. Yeah, or just TikTok, in general. No TikTok. No, I'm speaking TikTok terms. Like I feel old compared to them, and I feel like I want to keep up. I make a conscious effort of like knowing music. Okay. Yeah, and that's so interesting. A lot, yeah, a lot of my TikTok is like new music, also. Clothing, oh, new music. How do you find new music? I mean, I know that there's songs on TikTok that they like attach to uh, people's like videos, and that sort of you start hearing the same song over and over and over again. And I know how I, that's the only way I've discovered like any kind of new song, even though I don't know the names of those songs or sure. Um, but you're I, actually seeing artists promoting their music on TikTok. Uh, it's more I see some of that, but it's actually more of like people that are like music curators that are like, these are so, these are like 10 under or they usually do one at a time or three at a time. These are three underground artists that I think are going to pop off soon. Right. Oh, uh, OK. And they'll like list a couple <laughs> entry songs. Right. So I've sent Robbie like a couple songs uh, that like I'll be like, hey, I, this this person's new. Most of them is crap or maybe not my taste. Excuse me. I'm not going to be judgmental. 
Uh, that's, you know, even though literally Jim just spent the last 10 minutes judging what's behind me. He goes, he didn't know what to say for a second. Good for you, Sebastian. Rise above it. (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm not judging. I'm not going to judge like you, Jim. Okay. I'm not going to judge, but you judge like you, (laughs) like you, um, but I thought, I, I mean, I just try to listen. I think it's like the last, I, I guess in quarantine, I'm like realizing I got older in quarantine. I'm like, this feels like the last time I could be cool. But you can, you can emerge from quarantine like the most beautiful butterfly. We've, you know, we've, we've yes. talked about this on the podcast. We, we say we did a whole episode about it. Saying really? quarantine, quarantine is a cocoon and, sure. and, and you don't want to come out a caterpillar again. You want to come out a butterfly. Well, that is some wisdom that my wife shared with me recently, actually. Um, apparently, a moth, no, sorry, a caterpillar um, that then forms a cocoon, it's not like it actually liquefies. Uh, this may not be for every caterpillar or whatever, but maybe most. They, they get into the co- cocoon. And like, <laughs> I'm sorry for all the caterpillars listening out there. Look, that yeah. are yeah. We're not, not all caterpillars have the same metamorphosis. I don't want to like lump everybody together. But like, <clears throat> I think, well, God, I could really derail a fucking point, can't I? Um, she's just like, you, the caterpillar gets into a cocoon, it liquefies, and then it comes out. Like, it re-fucking forms. Like, it's not just like a caterpillar getting some fucking wings and antennae. And then comes out like, look, see, I'm just a, I'm me, but with wings. It's like, it's a completely new uh, animal. Wow. This is cool. but, but the fucking soul almost of, of the caterpillar. Why wouldn't uh, they teach us this in second grade? When we well, I think it. you just go quick. It's so cool. <laughs> you go quick through it. You go like caterpillar, cocoon, butterfly. Next. They, they're moving on. They go, right. we got to do hibernation and bears. We got to right. do. They're all the jumping numbers. around. Columbus, good guy. Came over, three boats. <laughs> didn't die. Bravo. This this is some real Italiano fucking real Italian this. shit. What do you gotta take down a Columbus statue? My wife, huh? No, he's a good guy. He should do it. You, yeah. Oh my God! Of course you gotta take down a Columbus statue. We can't have a nothing. Pop, it's okay. Pop, it's just a statue. It's just remember, it's a man that's been dead for years. Been dead. It's just a statue. Right. He probably would have murdered you if you knew him. Yes, he probably would have hated you. He probably would have murdered you. So you're. It's okay. It's okay. But he's he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's, he's a, a good, good guy. guy. Hey, oof. It's not, you know, he did some good. He did some bad. He did some <laughs> bad. But you know, he did some good too. He did some good. That kind of shit. It's always that. Hey, it's he did some bad. What are you gonna do? Different time. He did some good. <laughs> I, I, I never. I always thought that a caterpillar was just. I thought the middle part was like, it like was the caterpillar. Just part. the caterpillar, and, right? Yeah, because there is that little twig in the middle of a caterpillar. I don't. What do we call twig? That? <laughs> <laughs> what do we call that? Pretzel stick. The pretzel stick. Yeah. It depends on the species. For some, it's a twig. For some, it's a pretzel stick. It depends uh, if you eat it. If you eat it, it's a, twi- eat it's it, a pretzel. Stick. It's a pretzel stick. <laughs> yeah. If you light it on fire, twig. It's a twig. <laughs> I. I, and I thought that the wings just emerged out. It's interesting. You do have to destroy what you, you have to be okay with destroying yourself to become something more beautiful. Yeah. Let me tell you, let me give you an example there, Sebastian. 
and Robbie, if you feel like listening. I feel like yeah. you're we'll my see. I feel like you're my uncle and I'm Robbie's uncle. <laughs> that's what I feel like this episode has been. I feel like I'm your nephew and that's my nephew. We have generations of nephews in this right. room. I'm not directing this towards Robbie. You can tell him this later if you want. I will. I will. Robbie, <laughs> just put put on your headphones. Robbie, take out the iPad, okay? Look at something on the iPad, okay? <laughs> Be I've been doing this thing. It's a little personal, but I, why not tell? <laughs> why not tell you? What's your viewership on this? Uh, well, we do pretty good. You're doing pretty, do good. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So I'm doing this thing called HDRM. It's called the Homeodynamic Recovery Method. Now I don't know about you, but I've dieted since I was eight years old. Yes. When I was seven or eight years old, my parents were told by a doctor that I was too fat. And I need to go on a diet. So now it's going to fuck with you, right? Like you shouldn't be on a diet at eight years old, seven years old. But, you know, they scared my parents and they did what they thought was right. They put me on a diet. So after that, you start to just live your life thinking the body you're in is wrong and that you should fucking be thinner, 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 thinner. And you just keep putting on more and more weight, more and more weight. Try hundreds of different diets. They work for a couple of months. Then you realize it's not sustainable. You put weight back on because ultimately there's not one diet out there that isn't about restriction, deprivation, punishment, really. Yeah. You know, you're punishing yourself. You're constantly in a state of I'm wrong and I am like, I need to be like this person or I need to eat less. I need to do, you know, do work out more. It's a simple math equation, right? Calories in, calories out. Um, and I was just done with it. I was like, I'm so tired of this. I don't think I could do a diet that's going to work. And then I discovered, I was told by a friend of mine, it's actually, it's a homeo, uh, I bring it up because I would love anybody who has heard of it or is doing it to fucking contact me because there is like no, I don't know anybody doing it. I know one person who did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't say her name or anything like that, but I'll just say that she had an eating. It's basically saying that um, most of us have eating disorders. Yeah. Most of the time you think of an eating disorder, this is going to go way heavy. No, <laughs> most it's of okay. us think, no, this is okay. good. So most of us think of eating disorders from, it's somebody who's bulimic or anorexic. Sure. It's, you know, skinny and not an overweight person. But yeah, I have true. If you have any anxiety over food, if you yes. fear food in any way, like I shouldn't eat this or I can't, you know, I want that, but I shouldn't blah, blah, blah. You have an eating disorder. Like it's clearly an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I c- clearly have an eating disorder. So the homeodynamic recovery method is basically three steps. It's like, eat the fuck out of everything you want at all times. You are, you're going to put on weight, but like eat it because you've been telling your body, your body thinks it's wrong. Your body thinks it shouldn't have anything. So you have to give it food at all times because you have to re educate your body and your brain to be like, food isn't my enemy. Food is not my enemy. I have no fear over food, food, man. I could go on for fucking ever with this shit. Like the, the sure. things they say to fat people is unbelievable. I the know. thing, like if you see a guy die of a fucking heart attack and he's 150 pounds, they ask how the fuck did he have a heart attack? If you're 300 pounds and you have a heart attack, they don't even ask. They go, of course he had a fucking heart attack. He's fat. But I swear to God, man, in my life, I've seen people who have heart attacks. It's 50 fucking 50, man. It's like, it it never seems to be just fucking fat people getting heart attacks or cancer or strokes. But man, they pump that shit down your fucking throat and they tell you you're fat. You are destined to get sick. You are destined to get cancer. You're destined to have heart disease. 
and all that shit strokes you're fucking on the verge i i'm i live my life thinking i am uh, seconds away from fucking dying because Please. i've been heavy my whole life yeah i worry about your heart i worry about your heart people say that shit and you're like and i believe it you know so this thing is like trying to get me to sort of emotionally and mentally get over that hump you know yeah. like get past that phobia that i have of food in my own body i don't trust my body to like take care of me but that's all it's been doing man my whole life my body's been doing nothing but taking care of me sure. i gotta I say thank you thank this fucking body thank your body you know what i mean it's doing an incredible job so i'm eating like a fucking house but it's uh, great. Like I'm learning, I'm eating in front of Emily. I used to fucking sneak food. Please. That's what, that's when I, I mean, I could, talk, I'm the same way with this. Stuff. I know, baby. I'm not I, saying I know, but I, you know, no, I, you I do know, you do know. You could say, I, I, I mean, I've tried programs. I've gone to a fucking, uh, OA, you know, sure. I've tried that. I've tried every single diet. I was at Weight Watchers when I was like 11 years old. You know what I mean? Sure. It's, I'm yep. in the same boat that you are. I know. And when you go to OA, what do you find? People, Try people in OA, and I, I don't fault OA. I think OA is great. It's sure, if, you, if I, it works for you, great. I found that people were trying to find sobriety in OA. So uh, food, you can't be sober. You can't no. like you can't cut something out. I mean, you can, but I mean, like it's well, not alcohol. Do, it's not drugs. Everybody finds based, sugar, based sugar, sugar, carbs, but they're finding a fucking restriction. And I was like, this just feels unhealthy to me. It just feels like I'm going like no. I'm not saying sugar is like good for us. No, no. But I am saying we shouldn't be afraid of it. I remember a point when you were talking, say you saying, oh, I'm addicted to sugar to me. And I, in my head, I go, oh, he must be doing OA stuff. Like I did OA years and years ago. And yeah, I, just, I found it frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know. I found it frustrating. Too. I feel like it's a lot of people saying how hard it is and how um and how difficult their struggle is. And I feel like I want to feel good about myself. Yeah. And I would always leave feeling worse about myself. Yeah, that's no place to go if you walk out like that. I mean, I'm, I, no. it works for a lot of people. It's community. It's it it offers stuff, and I'm glad it exists. Of course, of, it's what works for you. For you. Yeah, yeah, it's what works for you. And ultimately, of- I'm trying to realize that like food is not my enemy, man. I've made it my enemy for years, but it's like my, it's my fucking like um, dirty secret. Uh, like I, I turned food in, instead of it being like an ally, I've turned into this fucking like uh, dark alleyway fucking whore you know what i mean where i just go like come you and me in the darkness we can be together but you know don't let anybody see don't tell anybody about us it's like this this secret this like naughty thing that doesn't shouldn't be that way i had a friend once tell me because i would do the same thing with sneaking food and one time i was i told him about i was like yeah i had uh fucking food and he goes i wish you would just tell me and you and i could go to white castle together he's like i wish and i go that's not what it is man it's like this it's this thing of like I almost described the eating isn't even the fun part. It's when I finally give in to the eating. It's like finally when my battle, my internal battle is over of what will I eat this food that I, I consider shitty or bad or or hurts me. If I go, yes, I'm going to eat that. That's when my body finally feels relaxed. It relaxes because you're, you're giving your body food. Like imagine the internal struggle of a, of a body that's like. Uh, what must it be thinking subconsciously when you're looking at food and going like, no, no, you know, like it must be so confused. Obviously if you're, I don't even, I don't, I don't, I don't have a, no, I have no judgment against any kind of food. I obviously don't think you should eat fucking McDonald's three courses a day, every day. Sure. I just don't think it's a living food. So it might 
it might kill you. But like, I don't even want to say that. I don't know the facts on it. I don't yeah. know what the fuck it is. I do think there's some propaganda with fat people. I mean, I'm, I feel like queuing on here, but like there does seem to be something well um, unfair about also, this fucking message. During COVID, it's like they, I really, I had to face a lot of that because it was like yeah. people, people would die and they wouldn't say it was COVID. They would just say, well, they were fat. Yeah, like fat people, you can get your fucking, sh- uh, your shot because you're at high risk. Yeah. Why? I mean, I just want to know why. Like, it's just so accepted. Fat people need to get their shot because they're high risk. Just because I'm fucking fat? I've been fat my whole life. You think I'm less healthy in my body than I've been in my whole fucking life than somebody else? Why? Because I'm fucking heavier? And I I promise you, man, this is not going to be accepted. Not that it's going to be accepted poorly. But I think 95% of the listeners will think that I'm kind of crazy. Like, they'll be like, well, I don't think he he's in denial or whatever. Because even I've just, I've been doing this now for maybe six months. Yeah. And it's still hard for me. Like, if I see a fat person in public eating a bag of McDonald's, I'll be like, the fuck are you doing? I'm so judged. Like, it's like this projection. Yeah. It's just such an obvious truth in my brain. Fat is unhealthy. That like, I I have a hard time shaking it. Like, that's what I'm in the process of trying to do. So somebody else listening to this, who's never thought of fat, not being on like, never even considered fat could be healthy yeah um it's like this must sound like fucking greek to them you know well, like what is it are you talking about intuitive eating and stuff like that like listen yeah to but see intuitive and- eating with the homeodynamic recovery method intuitive eating is sort of hard to trust you know like okay i think you just need to eat like if your brain goes i would love a cookie just eat it just eat it you don't know why it said it it could be habit it could be boredom yeah. Uh, it could be an addiction to sugar. Yes. It could be your body wants a fucking cookie. Yeah. So intuitive eating is to like, you have to really know, you have to trust your body to trust its intuitions. I don't trust my body. I'm okay. not there yet. So yeah. people talk about intuitive eating. I don't know if like I, some people can do it. I can't do it right now. I just need to eat whatever the fuck I want. And I have to, I swear to God, after like four months, the honeymoon phase of like, I can eat whatever I want kind of goes away and you start to sort of naturally crave a balanced thing you start craving things that you never thought of before because before eating for me was like a jailbreak yeah like when the warden and the and the guards went to sleep and the spotlight turned away i would run and i would eat and eat and eat and eat and then when i heard the fucking dogs barking and i knew i was fucking caught they had my scent i would like try to run back to my cell, hide all the fucking evidence and, and be like, what? I'm just like you. I don't, uh, I don't know why I'm heavy. When we eat together, you have a burger. I have a burger. Why, why am I twice your size? You know, but it's because the calories I'm putting in, we're all shame calories, man. This is trying to cut out the shame, the fear, the guilt. That shit is fucking bad for us, man. That shit is worse for us. Eating with shame and guilt and fear. Fucking three, hundred times worse three to a hundred times worse <laughs> it's between three and a hundred times man worse than any fucking like fatty fry you could eat you know do you feel do you feel good right now jim i feel mentally and emotionally like so much healthier still a long road but i feel like a lot healthier physically dude i put on like a lot of weight 
And I feel super, they, they say you're going to put on weight. You're going to feel inflamed. Yeah. And you got to rest because your body needs to like heal itself. You, I could fucking recommend the book. Um, but sure. I, I, I need to remember what it's called. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll text but you. I mean, literally, this. if you look yeah. up the homeodynamic recovery method on, um, on um, Amazon, homeodynamic uh, recovery method on Amazon. Is it's Gwyneth a book Olin with a rabbit Olin? on it. I'm yeah, bad yeah, at remembering yeah. like Recover that, from eating disorders, the homeodynamic Who's the method. author? Uh, Gwyneth Olwyn. Exactly. There's a rabbit on the cover. It's a rabbit on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen stories of people being like, yeah, the doctor would just tell me lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. And then when I finally lost the weight, there was an underlying issue that had nothing to do with me. Being Were you, did you grow up a heavy kid? No, but I was just been seeing stories. I mean, my family. Oh, is, a story. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most of my family's overweight. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the term. The I'm thing. not going to, I'm not scolding or anything like that. Yeah. But like overweight is interesting because it's like yeah. over what weight exactly, right? Yeah, like that's the thing right. that it's not your fault. I say it still too. No. It's like we have this idea that somebody is over or under or whatever weight. Yeah. And it doesn't make fun. We follow these bullshit charts that even people who are in like a healthy range can no, can't 100%, fucking like yeah. meet. You can't Aren't meet that expectation. They're doing blow three times a week. I'd rather be called like fat than sleeping. overweight at this point. Call me fat. I'm fat. Okay. Not um, you, not you. I'm not saying just universally. Yeah, yeah. Robbie, yeah. you call me fucking overweight one more fucking time. I'm just saying. No, I'm no. obviously on a soapbox, and you know. And you this know? is stuff I don't normally talk about because I'm so sensitive around yeah, this. Yeah, of course. It's because yeah. there's so much shame around this topic for me. So yeah. Because any there's always a difference between someone that got fat as an adult and as a child. Because as a child, I was I learned to hate myself. Mm-hmm. I learned right. to hate myself as a little kid uh, because I was fat. Absolutely. And everyone told me, even that. if you don't think you're hating yourself, that's exactly what's happening. Yep. Teachers you're going, well, doctors, I'm wrong. I'm bad. Yep. Yeah. I'm Other scaring students. my parents. Almost the adults were worse than the kids. Like the kids, I knew that they were, it was like bullying, but I couldn't comprehend that the adults were bullying as well. Yeah. When I was in sixth grade, I got a, I got diagnosed with an overactive thyroid and okay. it made me lose 60 pounds in like 20, two months. So sure. the two things that were problematic, one was eventually they put me on, well, I'll tell the other story first. One, I went to school after like a couple of weeks off. Cause I wasn't feeling good. And I came in, I was 60 pounds lighter yeah. and ad- like adults were going how good I looked, but I'm like desperately sick. Like I'm overactive thyroid. I'm like pale and sweaty and like losing my mind. Cause your thyroid is pumping you full of uh, hormones. So I'm sure. sick and they're like, whoa, Jim, you look good. So I'm going like, oh my God, I, this is actually helping me. And oh, then wow. when I, the doctors gave me meds and I put my weight back on, I, was, I yelled at my mother. Jesus. I said, why did you put me back on these meds? Look what happened. I'm fat again. You know what I mean? And I blame yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I'd rather be sick. We'd rather be fucking sick and skinny than fucking fat. It's fucking nuts, man. I'd rather pay 30 more dollars for a pair of jeans and be fat physically then like you know sick in my fucking head anymore so i'm done i'm done with it and like this is the fucking method i'm doing and it's hard it's embarrassing i booked the job for like two weeks ago uh-huh. and i was on set and somebody showed me a photo of me on set i look at him 400 fucking pounds i was so like torn i was like i don't know oh my god i don't want anybody to watch this sure. but fuck it man that's that's the shit that's the hard part during it but like i think in a year two years like 
I'll be in a better place. You know, this is for this is a life. This is you changing your life, right? This is the butterfly cocoon. It's the first time, dude. I feel like I changed my life, and it's running towards the roar. This is the thing I learned. Lions. <laughs> somebody who knows lions better than me is gonna be like, this guy's full of shit. <laughs> but this is what I heard. Same cocoon, like the cocoon, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, we lions do, don't do that. We have a lot of lion enthusiasts. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about it. Lions, right? El Ton, Ton. I thought, yeah. Constantly, everyone's <laughs> writing in about lions. Uh, we need more lion content. Enough, enough of this trying to make jokes. Content. <laughs> it's like I'm like, all right, all right. I'll get Jim. He'll tell a lion story. I promise. Yeah. That's why if people want the person's phone. <laughs> if you look That's at the why person's people, phone who yeah. listens to your podcast, they're like a lot of the in the same around your podcast is lion enthusiast there's like yeah. feline yes uh fridays all those great podcasts <laughs> about about lions and felines they'd also listen to your show 100 percent. okay so i'm gonna say something about lions that even if it's not true sebastian the the lesson is good it doesn't okay? fucking matter so, if it's true it's do- it doesn't matter if it's true okay but i don't like to spot i, I like to sp- to sound confident hey, and that I'm right, but I could be my right. my mom's tit never fell out. Okay, and they made a whole doc series on it. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Okay, so when lion lionesses are hunting, um, the older lions apparently have louder roars. Right, they're like scary loud roars. So they stay on one side of the let's call it a um, fucking plane. So the loud older lions are here going raw raw and the antelope are like holy shit don't go that way. Yeah. That's where like the fucking scary lions are. Let's go this way. So they run this way away from the loud roar and then the fucking young agile lioness hunters are like psych and they fucking attack and they eat and they rip you apart wow. because they were assuming the roar being so loud and aggressive was the direction not to go. So they say run towards the roar uh-huh. because that's actually just in your own, you know, like that's just, you're making it worse in your head than it really is. And yes. that's probably where like salvation and all that, that's probably where you should go. So I'm going in that direction, like gaining weight. That sounds like a fucking terrible thing to do. Right. Yeah. I'm a 300 plus person prior to this. Yeah. So to go like, Hey, I'm going to put on more than that. That sounds like suicide. Like yeah. what the fuck are you doing? But I'm fucking, it's the, first time in my life that i was like that i actually feel like i'm making progress i'm heading towards a direction in a direction where there will be healing recovery prior like go keep going towards that fucking like away from the roar it's not working it doesn't work at least not for me and i'm sure. done going in that direction so i'm gonna go in the difficult direction it's fucking scary it's uncomfortable it hurts but it's gonna I'm going to get past the old loud lion yeah. and I'm going to be safer and happier. That's I'm deep. so ha- I'm Jim. I'm you sound you sound good. Thanks, man. So do you. You, you sound good. Robbie bro. needs therapy. Robbie, you and I, baby. <laughs> you guys do sound good. No, you sound good. Jim, I'm so happy for you with this. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, I know. This is hard to talk about and I Honestly, thank you for sharing. Honestly, I don't, I don't even care if anyone. I, I need, I like here. I need to hear this sometimes. You know, I need yeah. to also feel like I'm not alone. Dude. <laughs> as sad as that sounds. And all like, honestly, we don't need to do uh, podcasts to talk. You can call me anytime. I know, <laughs> and, and you've said that to me before. Um, 
We need that cheer. We need to know we're not alone and we're not crazy. That's it. Yeah. That's why my mom goes to church. Going back to that. I know she knows the Vatican and and Catholicism is corrupt as fuck. You know, one day we were in church and the priest said, can you put money in the fucking hat for the priest that got like accused of uh, molestation? We're going to pay for his lawyer bills. Fuck you. You know what I mean? So she knows that shit's corrupt, but she goes, I think, because there's community and there's like like-minded people and it's somebody you could talk to who understands your history and what you're going through. You and I have that. And yep. that's why talking to each other whenever we want is, uh, is important to do, you know, plus I'm your uncle. You are yeah. my uncle. <laughs> you are my, my uncle, Jim, Jim, I, I couldn't have, we literally, we did two podcasts in one today. <laughs> yeah, I got to cut them up. Yeah, you got to cut them up. Be like, if you're just looking for a good laugh, I think the first half and then the second half, it's like, on a very special, get <laughs> yes. loud about nothing. Jim yeah. opens up about being fat. Oh, there's that Previously sexy on. voice. <laughs> there's that hot, sexy voice. Jesus Christ. I'm yeah. catching feelings. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, the Sistine Chapel. Oh, my God. I couldn't even look. I, I couldn't even look. I know. Don't even, oh. don't even don't look up, Sebi. Does anybody yeah, sh- call you Sebi? Uh, no, in junior high, they did. Yeah, I like jun- Sebi. I like yeah, Sebi's, Sebi's playful. I call myself Sebi. I do the Sebi. I like Sebi. My dad's uh, best man, his name was Sebastian, and they always called him Sebi. I just liked it. Yeah, well, you could call me that. Uh, Jim. Yeah. Jim, you could call me Sebi. I love you. I, I love will. you too, Jim. Jim, thank you. Honestly, we gave the people what they wanted, and you gave, and, and we gave each other what we needed. Yeah. How does it That's get more beautiful that than that? Beautiful. How does it get more? Wait, wait, yeah. I mean, this is so nice. Jim, is there anything that you want to plug? No, I'm good. Just enjoy this. the, uh, enjoy your time. Uh, I love this. With your families, right? Have fun, man. Oh, Jim. I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen to, uh, I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're also doing the homeodynamic recovery method, then I guess yeah. to hit you up or, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll plug that. The yeah. homeodynamic recovery method. It's scary as fuck. So people need like support and therapists and it helps have a doctor and reach out to me. Yeah, whatever. What's my shit? It's Jim Santangeli at everything. No yeah. one has my name. My name doesn't exist anywhere else. Jim Santangeli. <laughs> one and only, baby. So if you look up the name, you're going to find me. Send me a message and we could talk about this stuff because it helps me as much as it helps you, whoever you are. And Jim's not joking around about this. If I'm truly, not, I'm not a fucking nice guy for no reason. If I am, if I'm saying something that I mean, I, I really do mean it. Yeah. I think actually, Jim, sense. you're known as not being a nice guy. Everyone says he's yeah, horrible. People he's horrible. Like... He's horrible. <laughs> you don't want to be around him. You don't want to be around Jim. He's, he's no fun. Him. He's not. That's he, why I'm secluded in Maine in this little cabin. <laughs> horrible guy. Horrible. Horrible guy. Not yeah. funny at all. So when know? he says something nice. Believe it. Yes, if he said the this is the first time I ever heard you say something nice, so we should all believe this. Yeah, you know, I was what one, one before we. I know you're gonna end this, but before uh, we go, I was watching <laughs> uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol, my favorite uh, Christmas movie, my favorite Christmas movie. It's a phenomenal. Uh, I never saw it before, and I was like, this is really great. Yeah. And Michael Caine, who played Scrooge, his read of Humbug was the first time it dawned on me. Uh, he says, "Bah humbug." So I don't know what humbug means, but most people go like, bah humbug, right? That's the people's read of Scrooge. Bah humbug. But then he went like, bah humbug. 
Like Ba was just like, eh. Sanko yeah. and like, eh, bullshit. Yeah. So Ba was like, bah, humbug. So that's how I just that came to mind. <laughs> Edit this out. Edit this out. No, that that will be the whole episode. We're editing everything else. This episode will be called Bahamba Scrooge. Scrooge. You're gonna cut from like your mom's boob jokes to Bahambug and the stuff in the middle. And you're like, oh my god, where was the lion talk? Robbie, Robbie, is there anything that you want to plug? Not just this podcast. Keep listening. We do solo episodes on Tuesdays, and. Guest episodes on Fridays. Keep reviewing, subscribing, sharing. That's it. Go to abita.com. Abita. Yeah, yeah get a <laughs> beer from New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, get a beer. Phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I just want to thank all the hotties out there for listening. We love you, okay? Well, yes, Jim, we call our listeners hotties because okay. everyone's, because they're okay. all hot. That and shocked only, me. I was a little surprised. I, it was only, like this. <laughs> only hot people listen to the podcast. Uh, it's what some like lions, some don't. But the one thing okay. they all have in common. All smoke, shows. All, all smoke shows. All smoke shows. All smoke shows. Nike's oh, up. Nike's up. Nike's hey, up. people, Nike's up. Hong Kong Jeeps, where we at? Robbie, right. hit the fucking music. Oh, oh, oh.